Name drop. This is very, very important. Because we're called name drop, we're going to have to, the first name drop is going to be Colby Marie Calais. What's your middle name? (laughs) Sorry. Just checking. Where were you on May 20... Eighth, uh-huh. 1985. You know my birthday? I just, I, yeah. Is that creepy or good? I don't know. Creepy. I can't tell. <clears throat> Where was I? Yeah. I was in Malibu, California, Malibu? Okay. being born. You're being born mm-hmm. to, from your parents. Diane. Yeah, that's usually how that wait, works. Wait, what are, their, what are their names? Diane and Ken Calais. Look at that. Shouldn't it be two? Right. I'll get mine too. And Am I supposed to be dinging or is this you can the ding race? whenever you want? Are we Any, getting points here? Yeah, What's no. The there's like there's what, at the end of the at the end of the the show we'll we'll have all the the whole thing like tell yeah. you. So you you were born in Malibu. You grew up in like a thousand oaks, right? Uh huh. Yeah. I'm switching bells. Why? Why do I get the? You this, just gotta be soft. With this it. bells. Oh, yeah, but see, see, I think we have different bells than this one. This has got a flat head on it. I like the. Oh, you? Yeah. And I like to be a little different. Okay. That's what I do. We have you here. Can, can I just get this? Are you guys or no? What's what? going on with you guys? What? Do you know he's an NSYNC, right? One of the greatest pop bands of all time. I haven't heard of it. Before. Yeah, NSYNC. This sounds crazy. So what are you, are you guys, could you just give me one second? I just need to get this. Are, <laughs> what? Are you guys, what's I going on with you guys? So it all start, no. Anyways. <laughs> are you guys, <laughs> no, everybody wants to know, are you guys going back about, on to, I know her. that, but it's I wanted to get her. this off. It's about into, what she thinks of us. Okay, so back in What do you think of NSYNC? Is it like, <laughs> totally kidding. Uh, love, yeah. love. So in 2007. Christmas album? My gosh. Oh. Hey, oh, we're wow. gonna t- we're gonna talk again. some harmonies too because okay. you are one of your songs is one of my favorite harms to sing. Yeah, every time I'm I'm not sure um, and realize. Oh yeah, just that. <gasps> you want to sing together? Oh my oh, god! My god. When I'm in the car. When I'm in the car, I just wait for that part. Just oh my gosh, we have to do it. Be that simple. Oh, god. there we go. Would you do that? Let's do it. The craziest thing is I was in choir in eighth grade. So we got, and I was a bass baritone. So we have three people that can harmonize. So do you want to sing with us? No, no. Are you inviting yourself to sing sing Realize with us? It's really, it's more, it's more of a two part harmony. Just in case, I got you. What is this? Why do we have pitch pipes? Just so you can harmonize together. What were you, were you hiding this the whole time? Just, you know. How do you open this thing? It's the other side. Wait, hold on. Can you open it for me, yeah, please? Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Hang on. Oh, here we go. Look at this. I don't think I've actually ever... Ever owned a pitch pipe? Or used you guys one? guys aren't real singers. JC was the pitch pipe guy in our band. Like, right before you go out. Do they work? Yeah, blow, blow in. It's not, it's, not, oh, it's not a breathalyzer test. There you go. You guys are so off. Mm, I don't even need one. Mm. Oh. Let's, let's, just hear, let's just hear you sing by yourself. <clears throat> oh yeah. We tried to harmonize on our thing, and you were really bad. And then I Hence finally why I, I got was like, "Why pipes. don't you just sing it, and I'll harmonize with you?" Mm. Can you sing it? Can you sing? Realize? Do you know it? Do you, do you? We're perfect for each other. Just realize. Do you realize? Uh. Okay. Is it? Can I, so this is a. <laughs> do you have any idea? Of, so. <laughs> 
I don't know if it was 2006 or 2007, you and I connected, and I don't know if you remember this or not, but we connected on MySpace. MySpace, okay. MySpace, and I was trying, like, you were just doing, like, you were just doing these The real question is, who is your top eight? Hold on. Do you remember that? This is so important. I've been waiting 16 years to talk talk about this. Brian, it's not about you. No, hold on. This is important because. (laughs) What did we say? What were we, like, communicating about? It was like we were DMing each other, but it was about Bubbly because that song was, like, Bubbly was. I mean, it was one of the great songs. So I had Bubbly on my my profile for like the longest time. Nice. And people would be like, who is Colby? Well, then you're one of the reasons that I got found. So I've, thank you. Can you look in the camera and say that I was the reason that you got he found? He is the reason <laughs> I'm here today. Um, no, do you, do you remember? You probably don't remember. So it's been 16 years. I don't remember okay. at all. I just, I had to ask that question because I just remember like going back and forth. And I, and I was trying to get people to go and see you. Oh, and, and I was like, so cool. you, you got to get this. Next thing you know, now we're like in July of 2007 and you're signed. And yeah. you like become this big, like. MySpace was so cool. I think it was like the most fun. How, how did you find that? Because I remember I was in L.A. Mm-hmm. and it was only in L.A. Like I remember only people in L.A. were on MySpace. Yeah. And I was at the Black Eyed Peas studio. Okay. Oh. And... There was a guy there that was like, oh, my God, you should get on MySpace. You would slay on MySpace. And I think that was a word he actually Probably used Probably slay, then. yeah. And I got on it, and I thought, what an amazing format where you can make your own personal web page. Mm-hmm. How do you think that's changed? Like, now we, everybody's got Facebook. Now everybody's doing TikToks. Now it's not even about your... Well, there's so many to keep up with. And back then, yeah, MySpace, you could have your wallpaper, your top friends. You can have your song playing as your background. You, You could... It was like having a website. Like you could change every bit of every font, everything about it. My friend actually introduced me to MySpace, like from high school. He was like, "There's this cool thing," uh, and so he put my music up there. Otherwise, I would have had no idea. Yeah, and, so it those, and no one, and, and no one really took it seriously, like the social media back then, because it was all new. Yeah, it was all new. But then it became huge, you yeah. know. For I mean, MySpace became a big deal. And yeah, then, And then was it Facebook? I guess, or was it the I, yeah, same Facebook time? came out a a bit after it because MySpace the great thing about MySpace was it was great for musicians yeah like there was a band that I worked with one of the biggest did you ever hear of a band National Product Mm -mm. because they were they did the same thing as you they started putting their music out there and people started listening to it and they became like they had all these followers and that was back when they could have a million you know friends or whatever it was and it didn't matter because nobody knew how to capitalize on that yeah now it's a lot different. They're seeing the lot. numbers. Yep. Do you stay just as active as you were on MySpace with what you do now? Or do you just have a team that you say, I don't know? It's both. I'm active. I still do a lot of my stuff on there. But I, when it was MySpace and, you know, at that time, too, I wasn't touring. I wasn't doing any of the things. So it was like this cool new thing that you got to interact with people. I mean, I guess they were fans. But at that point, I didn't even know I had, like, fans. It was so early. Now, yeah, there's a lot to upkeep on all the socials. They all have to be different. So you really do need a team unless you're just spending your entire day on all of it. What so. was that moment on MySpace that you noticed you had a lot of friends and there was getting that ball rolling and that buzz? And, you know, yeah. it's, it's kind of weird because it's, it's hard to cap the, the old numbers, days. though. But it's like the old days when you used to hear your song on the radio. Yeah. 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 And what a big deal that was. You know, now or even then it was a little different. Now it's suddenly... 
all your fans are right there in front of you. You can interact, like you said. Mm-hmm. You could, did you sell any merch, or was there like a... No, it was all, it all, all happened just so fast. It was all just music, and it was just like, I think I had like four songs up there, and then, um, you know, I started, I think I had like hundreds of thousands of followers, and then I became on the top unsigned artist chart. So you would just see your name going up, and you're like, what is happening yeah. right now? How is this even... Did Bubbly went number one, didn't it? From MySpace? Uh... What do you mean? Like on my like, yeah on MySpace wasn't like the number one like at, at one point wasn't it, it, it got so if, big. Does it work like with songs like that? I know as an artist that I became the number one unsigned artist for that moment. Yeah, like yeah, everyone yeah, got to yeah, take yeah. turns with that. But I don't know. I mean, bubbly. That's the reason that song got found. Which I I truly believe if I had gone to a label at that point without MySpace, they would not have chosen bubbly because it was not a. I don't think it's an obvious like radio single at that time. Was was there a, a moment that you thought that if it's not working out, I'm going to be a writer or did you have to make that transition or was it that quick? That It, it was, was like, so quick. I didn't even have time to really, uh, I had just started writing songs like literally that year. Um, I had just learned how to play guitar and I did these demos and my friend put the songs up. Otherwise, like I had no plan of necessarily like going to labels, bringing demos. It, I didn't even have the chance to, I wasn't even done making my first demos went before everything happened like actually coco my first album coco mm-hmm. was they were all demos that was just what it was it wasn't like a and that wasn't the label having you come in and re-record the songs mm-hmm. that was just exactly what how we did. you did them and you recorded those all in in california yeah with michael blue that's that's pretty good oh <laughs> uh, your dad had to have been a big influence you, you had to you grew up with that i mean especially with fleetwood mac and your dad and like yeah. producing rumors and yeah my parents were the ones that you know they knew i liked singing and yeah. so they were like you should take vocal lessons and learn how to play an instrument and become a songwriter not just i was like i didn't really like performing for people so i wanted just to be a studio singer i thought that was perfect and ideal uh so they really taught me how to you know embrace my craft and I, and then I fell in love with songwriting and and then eventually fell in love with performing. Did were did any of your dad's friends like helping you along the way? Um yeah, I mean his his friend was Michael Blue, uh, my producer. So all of his <laughs> Do we do it again? Yeah, Is it the same? Yeah. I mean that's big enough. Okay. Sometimes yeah. it's fun. <laughs> sometimes yeah but I mean I I knew I knew Fleetwood Mac like we'd see them occasionally at different things but sorry I had to (laughs) so you you started you started writing a year later you're everywhere like your songs are everywhere and then you start writing with people Mm -hmm. and you're collabing with people and it's not just you know Joe Schmo that has a song idea or something. It's like Jason Mraz. It's Ryan Tedder. Mm-hmm. You know, guys that do this or people that do. Th- oh, yeah. It's like, Wait, what twice. are you doing? You yeah, you did too. I mean, you can also help here too. You don't have to be so lazy, Colby. I was I too busy. Can I just in, bring in this my, up in closer? Yeah, yeah. Is that I would, yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. That's good. But how did that? Like, <clears throat> I, I can only imagine you're still kind of you know, getting your feet under you as a writer and yeah. now you're with these people that was there people like Taylor Swift or somebody that, and I know you've said a lot of Got great it. things, great things about her. Yeah. You know, um, 
did you like was there a lot of learning with big learning curve where you had to have been nervous and like very nervous yeah well so when I wrote Coco uh it was just with my friend Jason Reeves and Michael Blue so um it was just friends writing in like our free time yeah. whatever we wanted and then I was writing for the second album and of course that's when I started getting put in all the rooms with all all the big writers and producers and I had no idea what I was doing like it was just I was like how am I supposed to share personal information with this stranger I just met today at yeah. like two o'clock on a Wednesday whatever um but I'm so glad I did because you learn from every writer and you have to get out of your comfort zone and getting to, um, you know, uh, yeah, writing with Taylor Swift. She is a pro prolific songwriter and she was so young too when we wrote together. And Jason Mraz, actually, we wrote together over email. We didn't write physically in the room. So that's how a lot of my writing actually became when I was traveling on the road. You'd just send voice notes back and forth or email for lyrics. And y'all wrote Lucky together. Yeah, that's how and we wrote that it. That was so lucky. That was your first Grammy. Yes. Wait, can you name drop Grammy? Yeah. 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 Let's what are do those it. like? Wow. What are Grammys like? Are they heavy? Are they? Like, you know I, what? I'm gonna I can say tell you the, the metal. Super, super douchey. The metal for but... being nominated is not heavy, but the <laughs> Grammy looks pretty heavy. <laughs> it's kind of heavy. <laughs> he's got he's got so many Moon Men. Do you have a Moon Man? No. But you have a Grammy. She yeah. Has a Grammy. That trumps. That I got Trump two. Man, I you, is, well, no, Actually, you have two. Yeah, you do. You, you know, you do have to. Well, yeah. Album for Taylor, Taylor Swift. Yeah, right? I you, do. You know your well, background. I mean, I can you tell me? What? Okay, so <laughs> no, but I was gonna say my friends last year. They um they unscrewed the the like speaker part of the Grammy and we took shots out of them like total. No, are you assholes? serious? You can yeah. do that. See, that's mm -hmm. so much cooler than a Moon Man. Oh man, the Moon Man's is dumb. Can't do anything. Like, Why? You, just have you it. can't do anything with it. No, I actually I actually had a friend creative. of mine like figurines at his when house. We, when we when we moved to Nashville, who was helping us pack, and he stole one of my Moon Men. And then felt bad, like he was just going to take it as a joke. So he took it all around Orlando and took pictures to the Cape with Cape Kennedy Space Center and took pictures of oh, the Moon Man. That's all cool. Over, which was pretty. Were you? He was pissed. I wish the Moon Man. So no, no, I wish the Moon Man had a little he was so mad. player <laughs> to listen yeah. to. But okay, we'll come over and we'll take shots out how, of it. How uh, how how does that feel? Like, do you feel like you've made it? Like when you're Grammy. When you win a Grammy, not when you're Grammy nominated. Did you, you call people don't... and be like, I have a Grammy now? Ha. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if I like called people. Te oh, I'm sorry, text people? You text <laughs> I people? I don't know. I feel, I mean, I'm sure that I did. Yeah. I'm sure that I did. We were, we partied so hard that yeah. night too, which I don't, it sounds weird to say that because at that age I wasn't even, but we had such a blast. And yeah, I mean, having a Grammy with Taylor Swift and Jason Mraz, I still like pinch myself. Right. Those can, are. Yeah, those, right. are, those are big ones. Nobody back home, like, was there, did, did you ever have those moments growing up, because, you know, I definitely did, where there were people in your life that were like, oh, Kobe, you're not going to be anything, or, you know, kind of pushing you to the side, or were they all really encouraging all the time? And My friends and family were very supportive. They were the ones that really encouraged me, just because I liked singing. I liked singing around the house, and I really didn't want to do it in front of people, but I luckily had a very supportive you know, just people around me since a very young age to, to like I auditioned for American Idol because they all encouraged me to do that. Otherwise mm -hmm. I would have never done it. So uh, I'm, I'm grateful that I had people building me up in that way. Do you like those shows? Are those like, um, I, I, well, you know, I like them now. Like when I watch Katy Perry and all, and, uh, all of them, they're so wonderful to the contestants. And, um, I feel like they're really encouraging them and giving them proper advice where I feel like back in the day with American Idol and when I was on the show it was oh I wasn't on the show but um 
I feel like they, they just nitpicked people and they, I don't think it was a very, they were very nice to people and I feel like that's part of, not because of Idol, but because of that mentality the beginning of my career, I was very uh, self-conscious and, and nervous of what everyone would be saying. And now I feel like it's just changed and people get to embrace their differences and it's encouraged. And they get you get find talent. Like, you know, I think one of the yeah. greatest things about social media, about these shows, is the the real talented kids are getting out there. Yeah. And they're, you're going to find them. You're going to find, you know, the, the you. The LA's, the, Justin Bieber's. Right. I mean... Oh wow, we just that's two of them. That's, that's Bieber it. should get like his own. Yeah, Colby like, uh, Justin Bieber. Brrr. Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely not a Brian McFadden. I did tell you guys I was in choir. Yeah, and I'm not gonna ding the bell just because you said your own name. <laughs> oh come on, man! I was. I'll give him a I'll make you, I'll make like, you ding me, it on your yeah, own. Dude, thanks, man. I appreciate that. You know, I think you're the only person, the only artist that's out there that actually. Takes a po- has a positive slant on breakups. Hmm. I don't know if all your songs are about breakups, but I feel them. And I don't know where you were while I'm going through breakups, but it's the, the worst feeling in the world. It's the worst feeling. You the feel wor- like it's forever and you're the only one going through so it. So do you sit down your boyfriends and, and break up with them in the, like, the most positive light ever? Because I feel like all your songs <laughs> are like not. that. Probably not. I'm probably like <laughs> avoidant and just like, I don't know. No, I feel like, you know, that's the thing with songwriting is you can... You can say what you want in the songs, and I feel like it's because you're not in, like telling the person necessarily. It feels it's but they a little know. easier, but they know. They know. <laughs> they know. Now, now, you know, writing these songs. Do you ever feel that it's fun when dramatic things happen to you? Because you know oh. these these bummed out moments that you have are great for us. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm like, man, I hope somebody dates her, somebody awesome that she just falls for and then just messes with her and oh. screws her over cuz I You're need some so great sweet. music. Like still going to miss you. <laughs> yeah. That where was that song when Natalie Dunn did me wrong? You know, oh. Where was that song? Like, cause you're, yeah. you're basically sitting him down like, Hey, look, we don't really like each other, but I'm going to miss you. But I, cause I love you. But it's and true. Well, it's, so there's all different kinds of breakups. Yeah, you yeah. can be mad at each other or someone can do something wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, but then there's sometimes just, you love each other, but you're not a right fit. And that's what this album is about. And that's what majority of the songs are about is like the positivity in the relationship and like taking, taking the good things from it. And, and then, yeah, I mean, still going to miss you. I, yeah, there's a couple jabs Great in there. Great song. You're, you're, but you're like, you're sitting there. Well, listen, it's it's okay. It's okay. I'm still going to miss you. Really? Backhanded compliments. Like you, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like that, that good that feel. Was, I feel like that was deserved for that song. But So when you got together with Sheryl Crow, you were like, this is, oh yeah, we got to. Got it. That's, thank you. Cause we always forget. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so when you got together Very with Sheryl forgetful. Crow. Um, uh, who decided who gets the Bronco and who gets the Ford pickup? That um, sh- we didn't care, but the it was the video, guys. it was my friend's Bronco, yeah. so I drove that one, and then the the truck that was all it was like so pretty and turquoise, like she loved it, and so it just worked out to be that's what we drove. But she is so cool; she is the sweetest. She's her voice; it's just magical on the song, and uh, I can't believe I get. A, did you ask her to, co- to collaborate with her, or did you, were I you did. guys friends prior to that? Yeah, or? so I got to tour with her back. I don't even know what year it was, maybe like 2010 or 11. Mm-hmm. And then a few years ago, I texted her. And I was like, hey, I'm going to do an album. Would you do it with me on a song? She said, yeah, absolutely. And then it took me till literally the summer to ask her again to be on a song. And she still said yes. And we recorded the song like a, a couple weeks later. 
Now, do you find that's because you are now in a Nashvilleian? Do you feel the difference in the people? There is a difference. Or the music scene that yeah. there is no competition for the most part. You know, there's only support. I feel like this is a very supportive town. I feel like everyone is rooting for each other. We all go to each other's shows. We're always promoting each other's songs that are coming out. I really don't feel like it's a competition. And not that LA was that. LA is just so big and spread out and I, Nashville, you run into people everywhere you go every single day. So it's like the reminder you get to see your friends and we're like it's all more genuine. It's very genuine yeah. down to earth. We're all normal people doing the same things. And that's why I love Nashville. Like you just, you really get to see people all the time where LA, you just didn't. Who did you grow up listening to? Because this, this, your first country album, mm-hmm. which is about to drop here very soon. I don't know if you're watching this right now, but yeah, it's about to drop very soon. If not, it's, it, it may have already dropped. <laughs> Um, but it's your first country album. You grew up with with um, parents zero in the country business influence and no yeah. country influence in, in Malibu or in yeah. Thousand Oaks. How? And but but you're but you're the perfect crossover. Oh, well, thank you. You, I grew up listening to classic rock and yeah. um, like uh, Fleetwood Mac and uh, Tom Petty and all the amazing artists like that. And um, I feel like that all those, the instrumentation, all of that is, it's very similar to country music. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like that influence was there. And then I've been in Nashville for seven years now and it's just what's around and my friends listen to it. And now it's, I majority listen to country music and I love it. And, uh, I love the steel guitar and the dobro. So it really, I actually feel like realize, which we're going to sing here still, um, that that's to me, I feel like could be in country now. So I, I just feel like it's a natural progression for me and it's a natural fit. Do you, do you think that also has to do with the fact that country music now is a lot poppier than it used to be? Yeah. And country music has always been with the harmonies, you know, yeah. where they stack harmonies on harmonies on harmonies on harmonies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you being very prolific in the harmonies that you do, was that kind of what moved you over to country or just being here... Just being around it and going, you know what? This sound is like kind of old rock. Yeah. You know? I've, the thing is, is like I didn't write any different. I, I still, I've always written songs about what I'm going through in life. I, I really feel like the production's not different. I just, like I added the steel guitar and the dobro and it, it's just things I was like, I love that instrument. I love that. Why can't I add it? Also, I never felt like I was in the pop category, but I don't think my music was very heavily produced pop in that kind of a sense so that's where it's like it's all kind of blurry and um i never wanted it to feel like oh she's doing a country album because that's i don't want anything to be inauthentic it really was just like i felt like it was natural did did the label change your style at all like you signed when once you signed you were like no this is who i am i'm a singer songwriter yeah i do this type of music and they're like yeah but we need radio friendly yeah this song again just do it with different lyrics type they encourage that for sure they encouraged that they encouraged um how you look as well like all of that was a lot of pressure to be different things and the thing is I think you can grow and and experiment in a lot of ways and and I like all different genres of music so I did try some of that but I think for my fans they they didn't gravitate towards those more produced songs they really liked my organic um acoustic music so that's something that I've really just stuck with it's my favorite did your people have a meeting with you and telling you that we want to change your look 
just evolve it by using examples of, of certain other female artists, which I love them, but it wasn't my look or style. And, um, and that's actually when I wrote my song try, because I felt like I was getting just so much pressure. And again, it added all the insecurities and all the extra stage fright. And then I got to, uh, I wrote it with Babyface and oh, uh, um, Mr. Is it uh, Edmund? Kenny Edmonds. Kenny Ed- Kenny Edmonds. Kenny Edmonds. Yeah. Oh my well, God. Do I have to keep Bellin? That's, like, that's 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 huge. It's so huge. You, you wrote with him the the Cheryl Crow song. What, was well, that? so yeah, so actually I wrote that song with Brett James like. 13 years ago and mm-hmm. then when I recorded with Babyface do I literally keep doing yeah, this can, every time you don't have to I mean that's he's okay. probably gonna be like wow a lot. <laughs> when I recorded with him um, I was recording my my album Gypsy Heart and he um, he tweaked some of that song and we took out the part I'll be here and um so that's why it was called Never Gonna Let You Down. That's what we released it with him as. And so he became a writer as well as Jason Reeves. And then now this is the original version called I'll Be Here that I wrote with, with Brett James. But still have the um, babyface and Jason on the writers. So kind of circling back a little bit, because um, I, I know this is kind of a big deal and it's, it's important. Um, when you said the label had a, an image for you, you know, you're a female in the business. You know, it's different being a male in the business, yeah. even though, you know, with us, it was like, oh, we have to look for this or whatever, but yeah. I can't, I can't, Im- <laughs> I, I totally had braids, braids yeah, like bring them back. Um, but to see what you guys have to go through and, and, you know, and you guys or you guys meaning women in the industry. No, not meaning women, mm. meaning in the new generation of oh. MySpace, oh, okay. Facebook, okay. all that okay. stuff. You have to see that stuff, and I'm sure when you do something, when you release a record, when you do, you're scrolling through and reading every comment, and the only ones you remember are the bad ones. But being a female, <clears throat> you know, it's it's looks, and it's a lot yeah. of things that get thrown at you. How difficult is that to go? I'm a musician first. Yeah, you know, I'm making my music. It doesn't matter, you know, if I'm wearing high heels and have my hair a certain way, or yeah, you know, do do you feel like that? hinders your wanting to tour or going out because of things like that? It's definitely always on your mind. I think because it's embedded in us um, since we were young, since the beginning of my career, it's always something that was suggested. And I mean, I get it. Like everyone wants to look good. There's, there's all the benefit, like the positive to it as well. But when it can start affecting your life and stressing you out, and I, I will have to remind myself of that often again, when I wrote the song, try, and I still sing it, it's a, I remind my audience and everything, like we all have our own insecurities. We all are supposed to be different. And whenever I stress myself out about what to wear or how, Oh my God, I don't feel like I'm looking my best right now. And I have to be on TV or on stage. And, and then I remember it's okay. Like Everyone goes through different phases in life where we all have our different things and um, it's about the music and being there and then literally telling the audience that maybe I'm uncomfortable and then actually I'll become more comfortable and they'll they'll feel not alone in feeling uncomfortable. It's it's really actually, I've done this whole transformation and you know, like the second I feel that way again, I remind myself I don't have to and then I'm like, oh, okay, it's all right, you're good. Do you argue with your publicist about like how you dress and when you before you come in on the show? Because I saw when you were downstairs. Oh yeah, we got in a huge fight. Yeah, Bronco, right? she's like, hey, I know you're wearing a side pony, but maybe that's not the place. <laughs> I took for... it out. I took it, it out. Took, took out the pony. <laughs> that didn't mm. happen. No, I think it did. No, but back in the day, yeah, there yeah. was a lot of yeah. suggestions of how to look, and now no, I get to be do what I want. 
Well, that was what was kind of cool about Pink when she came out because <clears throat> I remember, you know, there was all the Britneys, there was the Christinas, and they tried to put her into that mold. Yeah. And she was like, you know what, I'm going to come out like this, and this is who I'm going to be. But it's neat because with what you do, you know, you, you're, you're, are you starting to understand it's not just the music? Like, your music is unbelievable. It's so, people come out, they love to hear you sing, they love to watch the shows. But there's more to it than that. Like you're you're a role model. Mm-hmm. You are, you know, when you sit up there and you talk, you know, now it's like you think about who you looked up to yeah. growing up and how they influence you. Now that's you. Does that really affect what you say in public, where you, your, your views and politics, all that stuff? Absolutely. Um, I, I think that being a positive influence is what, it's what I want to do. It's anytime I, I, I think like keeping it real with people and, and being honest again with like the things I'm happy about, the things I'm uncomfortable with. It's, um, I think it's important for people to, for us all to share that with each other. And so it is something that, and again, like now with my, my performances, I used to, I used to be encouraged to be this different kind of entertainer and it wasn't me. And now I I just talk to the audience more. I tell them all these stories and I have a really wonderful time and then they feel really connected with me. And I feel like if I had known to be that way, the, the first five years of my career, I would have enjoyed it so much better and I would have connected with my fans more. So now I just embrace it. So it's fun now. It's It's fun. Yeah. Like, you know, my pops always says like, just, he like just enjoy the moment, like mm-hmm. you, know, you know, take take a take a step back and just yeah, like see what's happening, you know, enjoy it's the ride. So true. And, and and I think when we're younger, we don't really do that. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I can't believe this. I'm like, I start thinking yeah. about like back in the Frosted Tips days, you know, <laughs> of NSYNC and the boy bands and all that shit. Like I. I wish I would have taken pictures. I wish I would have, you know, there's all these things that we didn't have. We, we didn't. had cameras that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. We had, it was, it was a different, like to no wait more for those the, to be developed and those moments. Are well, gone. you know, you know, that's, but that's why you see old people walking, just walking, puttering, you know, because I, I always thought about that. I'm like, God, how boring. <laughs> like they're just walking to walk. I do that every now morning. Now I'm old. Walking now I'm old. Walking is and the you, best. I do you a six-mile walk. But you enjoy the walk. Yeah. You're looking around, saying to yourself, you know, man. It's a mental thing. You know, yeah. I, I heard, a, I heard a somebody say something like, if, if I would give you uh, $10 million, would you be happy? And you're like, yeah, of course I'd be happy. And then they're like, all right, so now... If you don't wake up tomorrow, I'll give you $10 million. Hmm. And you're like, no, I don't want that. And they're like, so waking up tomorrow is worth more than $10 million to you. Mm-hmm. Right? So when you think about it and you sit there and you wake up, you look around. I mean, it, like you were just saying, how fun, how fun is this album going to be to you, do you think? Oh, my gosh. I, I've already been enjoying getting to play these songs so much, and I've only played, like, a few of them so far. And uh, I can't wait for people to, like, you know, songwriting is therapy, and for the listener, all music is therapy. So whoever's going through the kind of breakup that I went through, I feel like um, I can't wait for them to hear it and feel uplifted and know that there's going to be new beginnings as well. So this is going to be a huge album. It's going to be, I mean, we're talking number ones all the way around. Love it. Are you going to pay the guy that you broke up with? Um, are you going to give him any residuals on this? Or is, he, this... is it Justin? Um, so yeah, Justin, a lot of the songs are about yeah. Justin, my fian- my ex-fiance. And then I have been dating in the last few years. And so there's some songs um, about someone else as well. Oh, good. Yeah. 
Do you want to name drop that? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just categorically not say that. Will there be any surprise? You're going to obviously do a tour, correct? Yes, next year. Okay. So yeah. are there, there going to be any surprises on tour? Are we? Are they going to be country pop? Or what? Or what's? Uh, I would love. Coming out? I mean, I hope so. Where we're figuring all that stuff out, but yeah, I mean, that would be the dream if if we toured together or if she. You know, she'll come out in Nashville. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're neighbors. She lives, like, down the street. She's what like, if you did, like, this collab? And I've got a friend, a really good friend of mine, um, like a real-life collab uh, with Chris Patrick from NSYNC, arguably one of the greatest boy bands in the history of ever. Mm, mm-hmm. Collab? What collab? Should we... Uh, Realize. Sh- should we do it right now, though? I think we should try it, at least. I, I'll set the tone. No. No, no. I think we should start it. Why doesn't anyone believe? I was really, eighth grade, I was really good. That was a long time ago. Have you been... What are you talking about? That wasn't that... It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Eighth grade. (laughs) But I've I've been warm. I've been up since 5 a.m. warming Mm. up. Mm. Okay. He really wants to start this out. Let's let's start this. Do you you want me to give you a beat? Yeah, your lyrics. Okay. What, are we gonna do that line? Cause you want to do the chorus, yeah? yeah okay, that's my well, favorite. If you just realize what I just realized, then we'd be perfect for each other. We never find another. Just realize what I just realized. We never have to wonder if we missed out on each other now. Nice. God. Okay, let's try it again. Okay, no, no, like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you guys need hold to on, be... I just need to come down for a second. Just give me. Wait, were, were you <laughs> looking at him or me? Five minutes to. That's. You're. <sighs> you're that was. I mean, that what was you. Fun. What you do, it's it's so beautiful, and Thank and you. to hear that, like he was saying, first of all, the positivity and the breakups, because God knows we need positivity right now. Take but, notes. Take notes. But uh, you know, I we talked about it a little bit, and I I want to keep on this because this is what I love more than anything. But where it's not. It's not like technical, right? Your harmonies that you do, you don't go, okay, this makes sense. What do you, what were your real songs or like, you know, even guilty pleasures that you listen to Mm. for harmonies or or to find these chords? Is it playing? Is it, Mm. you know? It's all for harmonies. It's just by ear. Like it's, you, I just, that was my favorite thing. I would sing to any song in the car. Like I really just, I still to this day, I'm kind of like, can I just, sing the harmonies yeah. I think it's so much fun to to sing harmony to the lead and I mean I boys to men in sync um Fleetwood Mac I mean all the there we go because he, uh, he heard in sync mm-hmm. that's yeah it, it's you know it's it's funny I used to listen to things like Ladysmith Black Mambazu hmm. if you've ever heard of that it's I African so. music yeah and it was very you know I call it country harmonies in that it's layered on top of layers and to your point of when you like to sing harmonies to a song most of the best songs i've found have a great third yeah you know that's usually not there sometimes you'll throw it in there but your songs all have great thirds but great diminished great you know not to get technical See, and i i'm not technical at all like yeah, i don't me neither. know <laughs> okay. me neither i threw that word out there i was hoping i was going to impress you did you it work made me nervous so I'm like, oh. i just made myself nervous actually now that i just said that i, th- I thought you were going to ask me about something i was like uh no. yeah like diminished ninth seventh i know what's going no, on yeah. 
just way over but my head. But you like really, you know, found something and found like in what you're listening to and then translating it to what you write Thank that you. just makes these beautiful harmonies and, you know, the, the best songs have yeah. that third or those little mm-hmm. you know was there any any other things that you can think about like that you found or that make you just go oh I heard something there because I would assume with you it's playing you know a lot you play piano I play piano and guitar but not I'm not like a great musician like that like I can play to write and I'll play in a couple like a, a handful of songs live but uh, I leave that to the professionals that make it sound so good now um, I was gonna say do you have to say that because you live in Nashville now no I just because I'm sure I, I'm sure in California <laughs> we're like I'm gonna go do a show I'm gonna play the no, whole show you I'm come telling here, you're like, you I wish that I like good. spent more time practicing and I always say I'm going to and my guitar player in town he's always like you're better than I'm literally I'm not like I it's I it's very simple very basic and I'm such a fan of of guitar playing and piano like just to be able to watch them do I, what they do did you play on any of the records um I played yeah I played a, a couple things but I'm I'm telling you like right. I don't I don't play that's why with bubbly that's why so when I wrote it I played different inflections on the guitar and then when my producer played the guitar and I was singing I I didn't know how to come in on the timing and that's why yeah. I said will you count me in I always picture you like just hanging out on the beach like with a guitar like just a, an acoustic just like I just wait wrote, I just wrote this song wait that was not planned no it's that's embarrassing crazy. actually that was I didn't know that how is to... that's like classic like yeah. that's one of those things that you do and you're like whoops yeah but that makes he the kept song. it and I was like do not keep that that's like very oh that's yeah are you glad he did now i am glad everyone loves it i was like okay he was right he thought it sounded sweet and i was like yeah and that's because he played with different inflection than you were used to Mm -hmm. playing yourself yeah that's kind of like breaking down the fourth wall that's good though Mm -hmm. no well yeah i think we that's all we do that's all yeah yeah. let's break down the fourth wall (laughs) out of uh, all the artists that you've met in the last seven years here in nashville who do you who, who do you one, who's your go-to friend? And two, this is we're trying to get a name drop here. Um, I'm gonna say and, something really cool here. Okay. Kenny Chesney, he is a neighbor. He literally lives down the street, so we'll go on walks occasionally. We'll like, like literally last week, I was driving and he pulled out in front of me, and I, I texted him. I was like, "You're in front of me." He stops at the stop sign, jumps out of his car, and gives me a hug, and then we go on our with our day. But I'm like. Kenny Chesney just got out of his car and like said, like, I know we're friends, but I still have to, he's so cool. Do you still have those moments of, you know, what? Because I know you said when you're writing and you're getting Grammys and with these people, there's so many pinch yourself Mm -hmm. moments, but apparently living in your neighborhood seems to be the place. Can you just uh, just write down your address real quick? (laughs) Ryan's going to go hang out. Circle the area. (laughs) Wow, McFadden's on his walk. Oh, that's Colby Calais. Have you found a good circle of people? Because I think that's really important, especially where you live, to find those people that you're passionate with and that drive you. You have a good circle here? A great circle. You know, and I've met a lot of people over the last couple years, like during the pandemic, everyone was home. No one was traveling. So actually people were here, and I think that's the hard part about being in this industry is we're always gone at separate times and where'd you whether, COVID? Did you COVID here yeah. yeah um and whether it being like uh, players on this on the like the hockey team on mm-hmm. the preds or or musicians or writers or i mean the town like i said it's so small everyone is friends with everyone and mm-hmm. it really just feels like we're 
it's a supportive team on whatever career you're in, whatever direction it is. Like we're all going to support each other. So I've, I've I feel like I have so many. Do you think here. Kenny Chesney was the biggest name that you dropped? Uh, Scott Hamilton. Scott Hamilton. Do you know him? I, I know Scott Hamilton. Yeah, he's did you, great. Uh, did you perform it? I did for Scott Hamilton. Yeah. Not his charity event at the arena, did you? Yeah. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, who else? Who else? I, hey, I was there. Can you drop my name? Chris Kirkpatrick <laughs> from Insane. But we so we have Kenny Chesney. We have Scott Hamilton. Um, your mom and dad. Um. Cheryl Crow. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to just doing a recap here. Taylor Swift, Swifty. By the way, they, she fangirled. Jason the hell out of you guys. Yeah. That. <laughs> She, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift fangirl. When you yeah. guys were up on stage, you came out on the MTV Video Music Awards. When was this? Uh, this uh, not too long ago. Very like when NSYNC came out. You're the band that you're in. NSYNC. When you guys came out on stage, Taylor Swift was there. Taylor Swift was in the front row, and she fangirl. She looked up, and she's like, "Oh my god." That's Chris Kirkpatrick without his braids. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a fat Chris Kirkpatrick in a double-breasted Joey, suit. Joey. <laughs> we were dads. Joey Fatone. We were Lance Bass. I'm not going to name drop Oh, he is. Those um, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get her to win it's this whole thing. embarrassing. And then, uh, what's that? Gonna, Justin Timberlake is in that one. She's not going to win JC's anyways. JC's in that one. You mean out of us or out of like all, all the shows? People ding it. How many? Who's yeah. counting? Who's keeping track? We're, we're, we do, uh, that guy right there. It's That guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's. That's Pat. But <laughs> when you guys were, that's the thing, because you got, this is like the six, degree, six degrees of separation here. Um, C- Colby is friends mm-hmm. with Taylor. They wrote songs together, won a Grammy for an album they did. And you're she, saying that we and, didn't win and a Grammy. And you guys didn't win a Grammy, but you guys came out on the MTV Video Music <laughs> Awards. And it was, he keeps and reminding the song you. Bye 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 was on in the background. <laughs> I, have, I have like five Col- medals, though. Colby Calais is at five home. Five noms. Five noms. Watching this happen. The just whole world is going nominated. nuts. I'm not even here. Are you still talking? I'm just telling you what we've, I saw. We've tuned you out. I'm, I'm, I'm Can you mute him right now. I think he actually so, just fell into his own MTV world. Taylor Swift was like front row she freaks out and then the crazy thing colby is that um taylor won the award and you guys gave it to her and she gave you a hug what was that like you just told that whole thing about that well i just want to the question is the question Do you want to hug both of us because i bet I we would, both hugged taylor before is yeah that gonna... before it gets creepy um, so the thing is, it's already creepy, my friend. <laughs> the thing is, here's You've what I'm already made it creepy. The You're question creepy. we all want to know is, are you? Would you stop with this? Just answer the question. I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot in front of Colby Kelly. You're I so am. funny. Two-time You're Grammy totally. Award-winning um, singer-songwriter. How many times have you been champion? nominated for Grammys? Please uh, tell me it was just two. I think. Oh well. I think there's. I, I have a song with Gavin DeGraw that we were nominated for. And then but I had didn't a win. didn't win, and then a vocal. I think I had like pop vocal album that I was nominated for. Do you think that when they're when they do those um, pick what's what, you think it's a lot of show because you're like, yeah, this album wasn't even my best vocal album, and it's up for vocals, or you know, because sometimes yeah. it feels like it's oh, what have we nominated? They, those guys are or like oh well they they we didn't give it to her last year or yeah. that person last year so give them something. I mean yeah. I I do think there's how did you feel when you went involved. out on stage? Did you did you have a list? Oh my gosh, I cried, which is so funny because I was like, why do people? But you're like so you emotional. It's, you, your whole um, life. it's a big deal. Uh, so Mick Fleetwood 
gave me my Grammy and Taylor Swift and Liz Rose were up there as well. And it was really cool. Jason Mraz actually wasn't there to win the Grammy. But. Yeah, that's, that's not, it, and we said his name before, but you said it in a different... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you got up there, when you started thanking people, who did you cry over the most? I think I was just like so overwhelmed and nervous. I'm sure I forgot a lot of people and you I wanna... think I, I, I'd like to thank them now. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> because I'm sure those. Well, just go ahead. Just but first and last name, please. <laughs> On our name drop podcast. No. Um, yeah. So I, I think I, I thanked like my team, my manager, my, my parents and, and um, God first, of course it's did not. Would you, you did not? I no. did not. I, know. I, I always I thought might, that was like I might what lose you a lot had of fans to with do. That. God, that's what everyone does. I think that's probably but... the most important name drop that you... That, that, was, a, that was a big old name that's drop. Biggest What's one? his name? God. Jesus, What's his last Jesus name? Jesus Christ. God. God Christ? God Christ. <laughs> Christ. I think, I think you're confusing. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just t- trying to tell you... Are you a religious person? Apparently not. <laughs> Do you know? Are you Amish? I'm not. That's a religion. He looks Amish. He does. Like he acts Amish. He talks Amish. He does. Is that a compliment? You're complimenting, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Thank you. So how many how many instruments do you have at your house now? Like, what do you? Is there? Do you have strange? Because I found myself collecting some strange things sometimes. Really? Because you don't you don't know what's going to inspire you to write. Yeah. Or you have a pitch. You don't know what you might actually be good at. You know, my dad bought me a dulcimer, uh, Mm -hmm. but I I never actually learned how to use it. What is a dulcimer? Uh, can you, do you not explain A dulcimer, it? isn't a dulcimer like a... It's like a flat... Like a gu- harp, kind of, like a... It's, it's, it's a small... You pick it. Yeah, right? you pick you it, pick so it. it's kind of like a guitar, but you're not having to hold it, but you... Yeah, he thought it might have been a cool thing for me to try if... On stage, like, bring it out and, like, know a couple notes. And yeah. Like, this is, this have you played it? And to write with. Um, Tried? No. Okay. I mean, I think I did. It was a long time ago. and, and But no, and now I'm like, shoot, I, I need to learn how to... I want to learn how to a play that. A plethora of guitars. A thousand guitars. I What's have your guitar couple, of choice? Um, I, have, um, I have Martins and some Gibsons, but... Do you but, have a Les Paul? Mm-mm. That's a like... What? I do have some electrics, have but some electrics? I do. Um, and then I have a, a piano, and then I have a couple keyboards and um, ukulele. And what, and we kind of hit on it before, but what do you find yourself gravitating towards? Like when you get a song idea, do you go straight to the guitar? Or do you sit on the keyboard? Or It's usually yeah. the guitar because I feel like it's a brighter, happier sound. And piano, to me, I also don't, like again, I don't know how to play it like that many chords. So I just tend to go to the same ones that I know. And yeah. um, it has a little bit more of a melancholy kind of sound. But uh, I wrote Still Gonna Miss You um, on the piano, and that was kind of... Like more of a fun one but when yeah. you when you when you go through the whole writing process like right now you're probably thinking about what song you're gonna write after meeting us uh-huh um what's what take us through that whole process like you're like oh look at him and his green eyes and his jean jacket it's a good jean jacket yeah. by the way j crew <laughs> <laughs> so yeah <laughs> Sponsor, <laughs> my outdoor that man pants, been brought to you by J Crew. That's a good sponsor. Yeah, are those no. like Viore or something? No, J Crew. Oh, oh, you're a full J Crew. I've been wearing the same right clothes now? since high school. Okay. That wasn't that long ago. Z Cavaricis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. Do you have any? Do you have any? Do you have any of those? Do you have any like old? Trust me, we can go there. But Your do you go-tos? have any old things that you used to wear that you were like, what was I thinking? Scrunchies. Or, she wears scrunchie. Nothing for your picture mm-hmm. on MySpace. That- oh, I mean, I have pictures have from bangs? back in the day. Guys, uh, 
beginning freshman year of high school i cut my hair short like meg ryan had this the cool short oh Oh, yeah um not good no not good Uh -uh. you don't have a short you got males Right. Uh, you've got mail yeah, and no. she knew how to style it she looked good I did not I just looked like a boy freshman year of high school and did not go well I didn't even beg her right um uh. Jennifer Aniston yeah uh, remember the Rachel oh my God. did you I, have the Rachel I think I did have the Rachel also can I name drop I got to meet her on tour with John Mayer and she was side stage when I got off stage That's and huge. I was like oh my god Rachel from Friends is here and I got to meet was that her. when they were dating yeah did she come up to you yeah she was like talking to me about how like she loved my music and my voice and all that and I remember I was just like I can't do this, this right now weird. like I was so I, I was so nervous to and so I was I just think I wrapped up the conversation and like kept going I'm like why would I do that like talk to Jennifer Aniston if she's talking to you so would but, you say she was the one you got the most of anybody you've met like you know you get asked the question a few times I'm sure but somebody that you met and were just like there's they're not or how are you, you like you touch real? me I'm real yeah um I'm gonna name drop Beyonce. Beyonce. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, when I was at the Grammys, she was like a couple rows over, and she had her like bodyguards and all that. And so I, my dad was with me, and I was like, "Can I go say hi?" And I never go say hi to people because I just right. don't want to be annoying. But I really wanted to say hi to her, and so she said I could come up, and she was like, "You have such a beautiful voice, by the way. I love your song." And I was like, "This She's is the nicest crazy. person She ever. was so yeah. amazing, and I just thought that that I was like, "You are just stunning in real life." I just couldn't believe that like she existed, and she was so sweet so you've, you've been friends with taylor swift for a long time right like nice. you could call her right now if you wanted to you don't have to i'm not saying you, you should did she ever give you any, any advice when you won the grammys that, that you won she's got two of them you guys have zero um <laughs> I so when you so did she ever say hey be careful when you get out on stage to we won our we won our first grammys the same day T- together you guys were on stage together no Kanye's gonna come out and that was my whole point that, that was my whole god you're good oh you saw we i was wondering if did she have did she say like you know this girl, was before all that like just you know take yeah take a beat just in case he comes out on stage it says she would have she would have if it was after the fact okay how often do you get stopped in nashville you know, I was saying this the other day. I get not like crazy amount, but most of the time people are like, hey, by the way, you look like uh, Colby yeah. Calais. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. Thanks. Or they're like, you you have hair just like Colby Calais. And then they just keep going. Yeah. So that's it. Do you ever think about the majority of it? Do you find the people that are the, the sorry, the best thing, the, <laughs> the best thing about Nashville that I've found is there's an unwritten law. So when people approach me, usually they're usually like, "Hey, I know we're not supposed to do this." Yeah. But. But. You know, and you're like, you're like, well then. What's the rule? I didn't get that handbook. Like that's pretty cool. The people that approach you is the it's the weirdest thing too because I I know I'm hanging out with pop royalty, uh, Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. (laughs) (laughs) But. It's weird because we'll be going to a, like a baseball game or wherever the hell we're at, and like we'll be on Broadway or something because we gig on Broadway. Yeah, is that a? It's a. <laughs> no, we we put our, we put our we, guitar case out. We don't even play. We just talk. Oh, just a little pitch oh. instrument. We just sit there and talk. And then I harmonize to him not singing, but which he is gets great. recognized for like weirdest shit ever. Like, um, but you but you find the town overall 
is is good. Like you, yeah. you think the the because yeah. you get a lot of tourists mm-hmm. and a lot of people come up to you. But what's what's the worst besides for hair? Like have they ever asked you for a driver's license? Have they ever said no? You're not. Have, have they? Yeah, that's happened to you. I, I get that. I get that a lot. Where they'll be like, "Are you? Are you Kobe yeah. Calais?" You're like, "Yeah." They're like, "No, Pro- you're not." Prove it. Prove it. And I've they've that's happened not here. It was somewhere else, and I was like. Absolutely not. I didn't come up to you and right. like you. I'm. I don't need to do that. And I'm just. I always yeah. say I could walk away right now. Yeah. And this conversation could mean nothing. To it depends me. how they're like. If they're like freaking out, like no way, like like in a different way. But right. this, this person was kind of like. Yeah. Was no, like, you're no, not. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to ask for my driver's license. They're like, let me see your driver's license. Let me see your ID. It's so weird sitting like, in between like two really famous people, and I'm like here, like they recognize me in Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> For what? Like, okay. Do, like, they? <laughs> Do they? Like, you've been Omaha with me. I have. <laughs> exactly. Nice uh, try, buddy. Is that where yeah. you're from? Uh, yeah, that's where I'm from, Colby, Calais. <laughs> yep. Um... <laughs> no, I don't get that. But Big Brother, you get recognized for that. My son recognized him for a, from a cartoon. Like, my son is 22. Hey, aren't we, aren't we doing my interview? No, hold on. But it was, it's the weirdest thing because, like, <laughs> but he, I mean, I love when you talk about me because I can ding the bell. recognizes and, him from a cartoon <laughs> you put that I can't memories. name because of the strike. You put Wait, memories really? in my... Wait, really? Yeah. Are there any, are there any yeah. songs... Like, can you not name anything because of the strike? Can you not No, do you can't talk about movies. Movies. Can you, TV shows. Do really? You know, yeah. yeah. Do you know a lot about this? No. You, you haven't done movies and uh-uh. stuff like that, right? That's not nice. Because of the strike, you can't, you can't talk about any of the movies you've done, any of the... Because um, it's like promoting it and that... Like if, like if you're on a soundtrack, you do a song with your band that hasn't oh. done a song in 20 years, like, and you're on a soundtrack, you can't produce it because it's soundtrack. A good friend of mine, hmm. who is in arguably one of the greatest boy bands of all time, <laughs> have a, has a song that just dropped... And it's on a movie, and they, we, we can't talk they about can't it. They can't talk about can't it. Talk really? About it. Yeah, and it's huge. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a Biggest lot of weird... Because you don't want to cross the... Can't I mean, it's it. SAG after. You don't want to yeah. cross uh-huh. the... But you get SAG after for the shows, yeah. and, you know, that's that's what I got it for. Okay. But, yeah, that's... If there's... It sucks. Any group that you would want to do a, a collaboration with at any time from your high school days, who would that be? Mm. Boy band wise, <laughs> if there was like one like group like uh, bunch like five goofy hey, kids on stage hey. mm-hmm. that are now much older, yeah, that you would do a collab with who? That now be? your yeah. uncles. And I think it dads. would be like One Direction, and then like ten others, and then like Insync. Yeah, NSYNC? I, I would I would agree with that. Would you just put Insync at the bottom, or would you put them at the top? No, I put them at the no, bottom. They're at the bottom. <laughs> they're they're ten down. You probably couldn't name. Can you name nine what? boy bands from the '90s that okay, so in front of us? You were One Direction girl. Um, I mean, Harry Styles. Did you meet I, Harry? I have not. I think I no. I like you, a couple what, of their songs. What are you songs? listening to now? Hold on. What, what do what I is, listen? No, no, no. Hold on. Now? Hold on. What are you listening to I, now? I listen like, to is, Cody Johnson, Morgan Wallen. Cody, okay. um, do you love Morgan Wallen? Like I, I do. love Morgan Wallen. I love. I literally. I know every song on all the albums. They're just so good. Um, like great melodies, great lyrics, and who else do I listen to? Cody Johnson. I mean, that's like Mr. Texas. I post Malone. Post Malone, yeah, big, now, big now, posty. Do you start to realize how important a vocal sound is? Like how mm-hmm. important, you know, some of these guys come out and the the what they're singing about. Sure, they're they're great songs, but without that voice on it, the you know Jimmy Buffett's, 
the Chris Stapleton, those voices that you hear that you're like, no one else can sing that. And, and, you know, it it was funny because at the, when I was at the gym yesterday, I usually have my own list that I do, but I was Kobe Calais all the way was, you know, going through your whole catalog and listening to things. And, and I really started to hear and love your distinct he just voice, and that's important. That's really important because you could be a good singer, you could be a good <laughs> singer and just out. a plain singer. Yeah. But unless you have that sound and that voice, you know, I'm sure the tone. You, you, mm-hmm. you understand and you're, you're really yeah. starting to learn Sheryl Crow, the mm-hmm. way they have these cool nuances in their voices. Absolutely. And, and that, I think that's something that's so great when an artist is unique and a lot of them are. And then you, you do hear new people coming up that try to sound like Adele or all these people mm-hmm. like with those inflections. And you don't it's 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 like you shouldn't try to copy the exact same thing you know i think that's something where i get a little bummed when i hear people trying to yeah. do those those things with their voices because it's you want to be different but yeah. um but yeah there there's artists where you're just like oh wow like how they can sing a song is just like morgan wallen he really yeah. can sing anything he has a really good voice well yeah. willie nelson was a great mm. example of that i mean willie nelson it was his sound. It wasn't that yeah. you put him and Brian McKnight in a room and go, all right, have a sing-off. Yeah. Brian McKnight's going to win. Yeah. But the sound and that quality and, and what you get out of it, I just... You just named Rob, too. I got to put that yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever gone karaokeing? I, this would be so much... We should do this like sometime soon. We should. Go karaokeing. No. Bring him with you. No. Uh, she just says but, no. But here's my thing. Is like, have you ever been to like a karaoke bar and you saw someone butcher your song? Yeah. Did you did you did you want to fight a bitch? Pissed. Oh yeah. You don't yeah. get up. You don't yeah. get up and sing it with them. You have to do that. That's, do you do you ever? I mean, what do you what do you see? You sit there and you're like, ooh. I just think it's like that girl's drunk. I just think it's sweet, but no, I don't know. I don't. I get very shy. Like I don't really want to like go put myself in situations like that necessarily, unless of course like I've they've seen it or I'm encouraged to. But no, I'll just kind of like watch and think it's really cute, and I'll maybe say something afterwards. Yeah, see, I've had bad experiences with karaoke like that, and that's why yeah. it's, usually it was when I was really drunk. And you think it's a good idea, oh, and you're like, yeah. oh, you know what, let's go do this. And then TMZ gets a hold of it, and you're like, well, I'm done karaoke. I gotta say, yeah, it sounds um, terrible. I can't thank you enough for coming here. Thank I'm, you. I'm a ginormous fan. I know Chris Kirkpatrick is a ginormous fan. Brian McFadden, probably your biggest fan. So you can. I'm well, never gonna hit. Why don't you ever hit? Like, he doesn't but, give like, you any credit. MTV doesn't play videos anymore, bro. You're irrelevant. Oh. Give no idea. Why do you? Just, <laughs> I kid. Thanks um, for making it fun today, guys. Thank you. But uh, thank you so much. And your your new album is dropping October six six. And I'm hoping that this comes out that week. So if you're watching October sixth, if not, you're an idiot for not getting that album. Big you, idiot. And and if you're going through a breakup, this is pretty good how to get over someone. Mm-hmm. Just be nice. That's it, Colby Kelly. Thank you. Thanks, thank guys. Oh, uh, and uh, name drop. And if we could just do this. Um, was as a promo, I think. Uh, Seriously, we're not doing that oh, again. Come on, man. No. Look, because he, he didn't get to sing. You're wanting to do realize. Name drop. Can you just? Oh. What were you? Name. Just name no, you just drop. Played and just tell me where you're singing again. <laughs> Name. Name Wait, go ahead. Go ahead. I figured it out. You what? Have, what is it's it? your small ears. <laughs> I 
don't sit around and make his fun of your small ears affect weird beard. His like, voice. Dude, I don't do. You I just... apologize for the language. What, what do you mean, my beard? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what these are for? I. It was. It's been eighth grade since I. I did any. Can any you? Of that. Can you? Do that again and do a try to. Okay. All right. There we go. Now take this home and work name on it. Name drop. Can we do that? Name, yeah. Name, name drop. The three of us. Ready? Name. You're, you're gonna sing name. Okay. Name drop. That's all you say. Name drop. No. <clears throat> name. Name. Name drop. Name, name drop. drop. How about if you lip sync? We'll just do like okay, we okay, do the right, Joey ready, turn ready, the mic off. Ready? Name <laughs> Joey, you guys doing Joey? Name. Well, ready. That's the. Okay. One, two, two three. Name drop. Yeah, you sounded great. You bro. sounded so <laughs> good. Oh my god, that was amazing. Better than ever. 